0: Let's push! Give me some!
1: Let's go! Yeah. Never fold. Team turns down, baby. Yeah. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. Yeah. The
2: Morning Shift. <laughs> powered by Unimedia. you I
1: got,
2: I got, I got,
0: I got.
1: Good morning, good evening, and everything a bit sweetness. You're welcome, we we here for our morning shifters. From our misters to our sisters. We back for another show just in case you missed us. Feeling this so <laughs> Powered by you know media.
0: What's cooking good looking? Uh, hey, hey, I like that. Stay blessed. Don't stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show. If you call down under your home, welcome to new media, the people's media. Let's Say no more. Take your shoes off at the door. Everything you
1: want, nothing. You don't real people, real talk. That's it, and if we ain't number one in the charts. Hopefully we're number one in your heart. Let's
2: get it, get it!
0: How do you not run through a brick wall after hearing that intro? <laughs> Tell me who's
2: running through a brick
0: wall.
1: Who you should
2: lifting up that. smash your win today. Shoulder
0: first.
1: Should we peak in the first minute? Just Psych, yeah. no, because we get way better. Say
0: less. What's on the
1: show today, guys? Man, we just we just gone past five months. Prime Minister's on the show today, man. I mean, that's the leader of the free world. Mr. Christopher Down under.
0: Down under. <laughs> the the down leader under of the free world, down under. Down under. <laughs>
1: Chris Hipkins is on the show today, so um, we'll play that out for you. We caught up with him maybe three weeks ago, and it's been a big thing for us. We, Like Mark said yesterday, we're jumping into, I guess, the land of the unknown when it comes to politics, government, the House, policies, all that
2: type of stuff. So hopefully hey, you've we, enjoyed the last uh, you, few shows. You've got your own uh, power to vote. All we can do is put them all out there on a platter. You get to choose.
0: That's it. That's
2: all it. You.
1: you know what else we have to do? Start the show with an absolute vibe. And these Wednesdays
0: go to the River Jordan. Oh, yes, it does. This song's called On My Mind. I hope you know that, shifters, you're always on our minds. Not in a weird way. Like in a... Those are my mates. Hey, those are my mates. Let's push. See, what we're going to do this morning on a You're Welcome Wednesday is we're going to build a house. So I'm going to need some tools. You bring the wood. Brooke will bring the pink bag. Let's push. You stay on my mind Minister on the show today
3: <laughs> <Not really. laughs>
0: Little
1: old us, us. This a little old podcast Yeah i see something to say there.
3: Why would they come on the show?
1: On the people that after. there Why the hell do Because this is the people's media <laughs> Hey, crazy story
2: How intense is the security of the Prime Minister?
0: Dude, what? I started patting my pockets like I had something in them <laughs> Like, damn that gun I have in my pocket, like, <laughs> I've owned a gun in my life. I was just like, have I got like a pocket knife in my pocket? Well, well, check. What do they have, like 45 minutes before Secret Service gets here? I, I heard, mm-hmm. they
1: didn't speak to me, but I heard that mm-hmm. they were asking, hey, do you guys have a room? You're not mm. allowed to say
0: that. That's all they asked. <laughs> you know that time when you said like, I don't hear that part, man, I don't hear that part. Don't put that on the podcast because... Are uh, you good, you didn't quite say it. Nice. Yeah. But what, what, what about what? that 45 minutes that they
2: were here? Wow. No. What about Ooh. that Secret Service member you were flirting with? What? Ah. <laughs> Can't be trusted, Brooke. But it was pretty intense. And if you can imagine your workplace where you work right now, imagine, like, people in full black suits well, with glasses on, earpieces, all standing around just looking at you like you are gonna do something crazy and you are so hot. lovely
0: but they're so assertive like yeah. you, you just <laughs> yeah. feel like you can't really have a chat they are lovely though Yeah. you know what I mean but, it's but also... if it goes down
1: you feel like they can take and it and they're on. always kind of looking past you yes or through know? you
0: yeah they're just like cool nah awesome yeah great <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> you know like I'm like excuse me bing, bing. over here Is that, be over door, here okay.
1: Oh, do we keep his candle? Oh, actually, sure. no, don't worry about that. Don't worry where I was going with that one either. Mm. Let's get into some daily bread. Breaking bread with the
0: news
2: of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Here we are, Wednesday, September 6th. That's 249 days deep into the year. That's almost two. Only 116 left to get her done. Get her done. It is Fight Procrastination Day today. Oh, bro. Don't, don't yell at me. <laughs> Stop. It's my worst quality. That don't call me admin. by my, my middle names.
1: Oh, Fight Procrastination Day. I know Is there an answer? You have I to work, fight it though, eh?
2: Yeah, I work with two people who do enjoy a good procrastination. Oh, man. I always have, I, I've had to clear my head and turn things around to going, if I don't do it now, it means I'm going to still think about it until I actually do do it, and that's a stress I don't need. So I might as well do it now, get her done, and then I'm sweet. I know someone who love went to that therapy for you,
0: procrastination and it was that bad, and there was she said there was this, this interesting link made for her in her life where she'd had a real low level of expectation on her growing up. Like it was just real, like um, yeah. If you want, like do it if you 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 can. Like just super relaxed and almost kind of like yeah, left her own devices in some ways, which was in in its own way traumatic. But you don't always think about it like that. But yeah, she was like I I directly linked that. The kick on effect. There was no expectation on me, right? And so I had no kind of like heist to like have expectation for for myself.
2: That's good to know as a parent.
0: How deep was that? Oh, I'm listening, sis. I'm listening. If you're
2: a parent and you just let your kids do whatever, hang on on online for whenever, eat whatever they want out of the pantry, all those kinds of things, the kick-on effect, terrible procrastination.
0: How crazy is the brain, though? Because you can argue, like, there are people who came from super high expectation and they still procrastinate. Like, everyone's different with their journey, but...
2: Yeah, yeah. Fun fact. Uh, This is a goodie. Uh, Coffee ice cream day. Are we a fan of coffee ice cream?
0: Uh, I can't uh, stand no, it eh? Not at all Like frappes and all that nah. I'm just like What are you 14
1: And individually love them both so much Yeah Start my day
2: with a coffee End my day with an ice cream Is it the fact Is it the <laughs> flavourings Is it the flavourings that are wrong Or is it the fact that One's cold One's hot <laughs>
0: that was, That's so funny Sorry bro It's yeah
1: I don't know but it just doesn't work It's like pineapple on pizza It just doesn't work
0: No that works Bah it doesn't man
2: That definitely that's works awesome. And finally is colorblind A Wednesday
0: that's our mate, Jay Coloured, Web, who yeah. runs, you know, business. Uh, you know, you know clothing, sorry. How are you yeah. supposed to be? Well, he's colourblind play? and he has colour. So we just got to be aware that he's and colourblind today?
2: And we've got to be aware of oh, colourblind okay. awareness. You can't be a, I'm, I'm told, you can't be an air pilot, like a person who flies a plane. Yeah, why so that, that, so that make sense. <laughs> I don't know why it was so <laughs> hard. You know what's say. crazy? That is
0: so cra- that's so funny because last week we left the gym literally and he <laughs> was looking at the sky and he goes, what colour is that? <laughs> and I was like... Blue, bro, what do you think? And he was like, I can't tell, I'm colorblind. He thought it looked yellow to him.
1: Wow. I wonder if that changes your mood. You know, if you see blue skies, you think, oh, what a
2: day. Is blue the same blue as what I see, though, when you see blue?
0: I don't know, but I know there's a distinct difference between blue skies and those skies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my daily bread for today. Uh, you'll like this because us old heads, as we get older, we're feeling older. As you get older, your brain begins to stop getting pleasure from new music causing your musical taste to stagnate. Man, I, I, if I read a headline today that felt like it was me, I hate the new music, <laughs> eh? Hey. But when you try I'm like, ah, too. And man, I try Credit to do it. Credit do, you try. Like the the, young, the little homies be saying, listen to this, I'm like, I'll i get hate it. it. And I have to pretend like, ooh, that's a bot. <laughs> I
2: hate it, eh? Hey. I can't deal. Somehow our brains get to a point where they're like, no
1: more.
0: It just likes what we like.
1: Yeah. Well also You're you can listen to it, right? I love it. I love what I love.
0: Yeah. No, grew, grew up growing up in our parents' generation of music, the Earth Wind and Fires, Luthers, you know, and then our music, and then now you're listening to. <laughs> and they're like, fire,
1: bro. I'm like, yes, fire, bro. Imagine me lucky enough to grow up. What was it like? <laughs> lucky enough to grow up with Whitney and Michael. Oh, those were the good days. Those were your two leaders.
2: Those were the good days. Oh, you, Alas, you'll, you'll never have that.
1: No, I had it. To an extent, to it. hey. Speaking of um, oh, speaking about old heads but this is an old head that we all love. I think we need some good news. So much bad news you hear these days. Let's have some good news. You're right. Say it. So David Edinburgh, he's returning to a TV series. It's a new one. What? Well, it's one that he did 17 years ago for the first time. Uh, planet Earth, Planet Earth, three is back.
0: I thought all he does is Planet Earth. <laughs> Yes, what you've <laughs> been, <it> <laughs> <No, laughs> no, you been doing. What have you been doing, my You've been cheating on Earth? You've been, you been doing voiceovers
1: for space? Ah, 2006. For Mars? Was the last time he did this bad boy. Ah, oh, damn. But Planet Earth 3 is back, man. If you missed David Attenborough, someone that would be great to narrate your life. He's the voice of God, eh? Uh, him and, clothing, he eh? Gets, man. him and Mufasa yeah.
2: voiceover.
1: Who would you have narrate your life on the spot right now?
0: I'd have Mufasa.
1: <laughs> James Earl? Yeah, James Earl. James Earl?
0: You deliberately disobeyed me. Good, Denzel?
1: Oh, oh. my Denzel! Peace. Now it might be a little bit. You got to get the right
0: time. Right, say one I line. Man. Come on, okay. say one line from your life that you would narrate for yourself. Okay. Kill the music. King Kong ain't got on me. I said about your life. Yeah. If <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I gave you the two for one special. I would have did. And you started. Podcast with your friends. It was epic. My one was way okay. better. Yeah, well, like? sorry, I'll <laughs> oh, shut up. Eh? Mark, leave us alone. Best Daily bread. Bread. breaking bread with the news of today. my, This
3: is the morning shift.
2: Kia ora we before we get into these political interviews I'd like to remind Fano or anyone who's new to the morning shift that we've built this space as a means to entertain, educate and hopefully uplift and we are stepping well and truly out of our comfort zones talking politics but we understand the importance of us all to understand this a little better and it's a big area of our lives. Now, our goal is to openly speak without an agenda, to give ourselves and yourselves listening the chance to see the person behind the party and what the party stands for. Hopefully we've done that, and ultimately, it's up to you to decide who you vote for, and we encourage that open discussion. We hope we help opening up our politicians in the best way we know how. These interviews are not focused on headlines or policy. These interviews have been done. Try and find out a little more about the people and the parties in which they stand for. As you can imagine, getting into all these political party leaders on the podcast takes quite a lot of organising. So we appreciate the time over the last month that we had to record them and their time that they spent with us. Yummy.
3: This is
0: The Morning Shift.
1: All right, family, we must be doing something right, and I know my mum must be proud of me, and Jordan, your mum too, at the moment. Oh, that, but we that have
0: it's phone call is going to be good. this
1: week, <laughs> Guys, we have the Prime Minister with us today on the show. Thank you so so much for coming in the th- uh, onto the show. We know how busy you are, so from one Wellington man to another, <laughs> we appreciate you stopping by, and it just it feels like we're doing something right. So thank you so much for joining us well, today. It's
3: awesome to be here. It's great to be part of it.
1: So there's so much obviously that we have to get through, and, and that we'd love to talk about. But I think it's it's just really good to get to know you, or kind of. On on a, a personal level, so obviously Jacinda has has been there and, and did such an amazing job for a, a long time. But what's a, like? One thing that you've kind of Fallen into since you've become the prime minister and gone, hold on
3: a second, I didn't what, what, what's this all about? And see this coming, what, what's something that's kind of taking you by surprise? I guess I mean, it's, it's a huge job. I, I, the day that I got sworn in as prime minister, I was driving up the um f- the front driveway at government house and I got a text message from Jacinda saying tag, you're it. And uh, <laughs> and then from then on in, you know, my whole life has changed, and so it does change your life fundamentally. And I kind of knew that when I put my you know hand up to be prime minister, I knew that my life was going to change a lot, but even then, there are still moments where you sort of you know everything that you do from the minute you get out of bed to the minute you go back to bed at night has to be organized you know there's so um, everywhere I go I have to let someone know that that's where I'm going so that the security people can no, you and then um, you know it's just every every conversation you have you have to have a conversation recognizing that you know it's it's a public conversation basically so sort of not much as private in this job. How 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 are you? How how are you doing? Like I I don't think we get to ask the Prime Minister that like how are uh, how are you actually doing? How are you feeling? I absolutely love the job. And so that's one of the things that I can, you know, there are really challenging days. There are really difficult days. There are really long days. And you get really tired doing the job. But actually, if you love the job, then which I do, then you just keep going through all of that. Because, um, you know, it's such a rewarding job as well. You get to make a real difference. And uh, so, you know, I've only been doing it for six months. And so uh, we're going into an election campaign and people are saying, you know, what have you done? What about this? What have you done? What about that? And' kind of you know I'm kind of saying, well, I've only actually been doing the job for six months. Give me a bit more time and yes. then and then I'll be able to answer more of those questions, but an election campaign really is an opportunity for me to set out a bit more about well, what do I want to do so over the next three years, if I get the opportunity to continue as prime minister over the next three years, what do I want to achieve in the job?
0: Does it feel a little bit like a group project where you've kind of come in late and then you get asked to present it to the class. It's <laughs> actually, actually a really good analogy. I didn't, I didn't draw that, uh, but uh.
3: no, it's actually a really good analogy. So when you become prime minister, particularly you know not long before an election, you're basically picking up all of the work that's been led by someone else. So Jacinda yeah. sort of led our government really well, in my view, for the last five and a half years, and I've kind of come in at the last you know for the last part of that. And my job really is to continue on that work through to the election because these are the things that we campaigned on last time, and New Zealanders voted for us on the basis of what we were promising them last time. And so I've, you know, my job has been to finish as much of that work as I can, and uh, you know, and then sometimes reprioritise where we ne- needed to reprioritise. But this election campaign, I get to set out a bit more about what I want to do. Run us through. So it's actually quite a good analogy. I might use that one. Yeah, I might use that <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> Run us through <laughs>
1: prioritising because we obviously one thing, and we're going to get into so much more. But one thing that we try and live by because you're still human at the end of the day is work-life balance but I don't I can't imagine that the work-life balance is is 50-50 for you how are you dealing or juggling all of
3: that at one time well I guess I'm kind of lucky if you're in a job where you don't really worry about work-life balance because uh, because you love your job so much and um, and you're really inspired by it and it's just integrated into your life if you're if you're someone who has that kind of job I think you're really lucky and I and I do and so I don't really Um, sort of think about work-life balance in that sense and that there's a distinction between what I do at work and what I do outside of work. Probably with one exception, and that is the family stuff. Mm-hmm. you know my family need to have me for a bit of time where I'm where it's Without just me and, um, and that's probably a bit that I don't necessarily manage as well as I should.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, just because you're tu, we're going to get straight into this question. so I, what I'd like to start Prime Minister by asking, and we've asked this to every political leader, can you share a personal story or experience that has shaped your personal values or political beliefs?
3: Oh, plenty of them, actually. I mean, if I think right back to some of my earliest days as a kid, and I was talking about this a few weeks ago, um, there's a little story in the New Zealand Herald about it. I've got these real memories of uh, family summer holidays at a batch uh, north of northern Taranaki, and it was one of those old fashioned Kiwi batches, so it was, uh, you know, built out of driftwood and car packing cases. There was no electricity, no running water, long drop toilet out the back. Um, and actually, it was a good, you know, that, that real kind of Kiwi summer. You know, it was like camping, but in a kind of a and a, a shack like <laughs> house. And so, a lot of those experiences, I think, kind of define what I think the Kiwi lifestyle is all about. It's about being with people who you care about. It's about having fun. It's about having amazing experiences. And then I think through my secondary schooling or even my primary schooling and then my intermediate secondary schooling, and I think about some of the teachers who I've had during that time who have helped to define the values that I have. And, of course, my parents. You know, my parents undoubtedly have had a huge influence on my life. They've, you know, raised me with values like, well, you know, there's pretty fundamental ones, like you treat other people the way that you would want someone to treat you. I think if we teach all of our kids that, um, then we're actually a long way to achieving the sort of society that I'd be proud to live in and um, for my kids to grow up in. So we were constantly asked as kids to think about, well, how would you feel if someone did that to you? And if everybody thinks along those lines, um, then actually I think, the world will be a much better place.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. 100%. We were saying this to. Why I said this to David Seymour. one thing I don't envy about being a politician, is uh, you're damned if you do and if you're damned if you don't. Like there's the pressure that is is situated with being a politician, and I'm going to say a prime minister on top of that is is a challenge that I, I I'm just like nah, I'm good. I wipe my hands with that, and I think you're doing a good job. There's not many greys coming through just yet. No, you're, you're <laughs> no, doing not, it. not so
3: far. Better salt and ginger in you're the doing good. Somewhere. Somewhere. Strawberry lush. Brooke's got Brooke.
1: greys yeah. more grades. I grays than got more Actually, the pressures of life. But what what's some of the challenges that you're you're finding at the moment, especially with this next six to seven weeks?
3: Um obviously there's just never enough time. You know every day you well you wake up in the morning you got a list of things that you want to do that day and every day when you go to bed the list is longer <laughs> than it was when you got out of bed. You might have ticked a few things off but you've added a whole lot more things on. So um I guess the challenge is you know uh, th- there's just not enough hours in the day. And the other one is the one that we were just talking about before, you know, I've got the balance of I've, I'm still trying to run the country, still trying to be prime minister, but also I'm starting to think a bit more about the election campaign. You know, some of the other political parties have been on the campaign trail it feels like forever. Mm. Um, Mm-hmm. and you know we are late starters in this campaign governments generally tend to be because you're busy running the country and Correct. so we've actually got to keep running the country and increasingly though we'll be on the campaign trail in the next few weeks awesome um
0: who was who was your biggest inspiration growing up and have you ever told them
3: um i had look i and aside from my whanau, my own family so my mum and dad have always been huge inspirations for me and they know that and uh, i've had the opportunity to tell them that Um, But I also have had um, some amazing teachers, for example. I had a teacher in Form 2 at Hutton Intermediate, Mr Hodge, uh, who I did have the opportunity to run into a few years back, actually not long after I became Minister of Education. And I was able to tell him what a significant impact he had on the way I view the world. Um, He was a real environmentalist. Um, but he was also a real um, – uh, he had placed a real emphasis in, his, uh, emphasis in his teaching on the interaction between the kids in his class, so making sure that we understood each other um, and that we interacted positively with each other. And <clears throat> the values that I got from that are values that have informed a whole lot of stuff that I've done in politics. You know, The, the, the value of empathy mm. um, is something that we massively underestimate. So that ability to kind of put yourself in someone else's shoes and go, well, if that was me, how would I feel – I I just think that is something that the world needs a whole lot more of. It's actually been sad
0: to to see it um through the Jacinda campaign where something so powerful like the word empathy has kind of been uh dirtied in a way by people who are actually just really tired um but it's it's still such a really important word, it's still such an important concept um for us to have. Um do you feel that do you, like I feel like some it's not a do I feel like we, we say empathy almost. and and it's like a lot of public like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, yeah empathy. But it is this really important
3: but thing I, to be a Kiwi. But we have a lot of empathy as Kiwis and it's actually yes. what got us through the COVID-19 yes. period. You know, and um, I know everybody's, it, I think we've all got a bit of PTSD when it comes to COVID. I think we all want to kind of not talk about it and just pretend that it never happened. <laughs> but it did happen. And actually the phenomenal outcome that we got for New Zealand, we had some of the lowest death rates from COVID of any other country in the world. Um, that was as a result of people actually being empathetic towards one another and people saying, look, I will make a personal sacrifice because that's what's good for the people around me. Whether it's my own family or people I've never met, I will do this because it's the right thing to do for other people. And, you know, the COVID-19 restrictions, the rules, never would have worked if people hadn't willingly complied with them. Mm. And they did that because they were caring about others. So I think... I hope, uh, you know, in time, once the once the immediate kind of, I, I guess, aftermath of the, of the pandemic has all died away and settled down, uh, that people will look back with a degree of pride on what we were able to do during that time because it was a phenomenal response and it wasn't just government. It was actually the whole of New Zealand coming together.
1: Mr Prime Minister, we'll give you the best of both worlds on this show. So obviously these are, you know, great answers. But also on the other side, if someone was to play you in a movie, <laughs> <laughs> Who will play you in the movie? And what sort of movie are we looking at? Is it a is it a scary movie? Is it a comedy? What sort of
3: uh, what sort of role and movie would it be? I don't know actually. I look, th- that's a, that's a new question oh, for we'll me. I will stump them. There we go. I've, uh, yeah, you have stumped me. I've, I've never really kind of thought that far ahead, so I'd have to go away. Oh, look, I don't get to watch many movies these days, so I probably couldn't. Uh, I probably couldn't Denzel name Washington. Denzel <laughs> Washington. Yeah, well, there, there might be a bit of an issue with that. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'd have to go away and think about that. I'd, I really don't know. Well, Mr. David Prime Minister? Seymour, yeah. yeah,
2: David Seymour did say Ryan right. Gosling would play him.
3: Really, so yeah. that, that doesn't, doesn't make any sense. More he all. has high aspirations. <laughs> I think. <laughs> he
0: yeah. does. Uh, last little quickfire, just uh, from the segment. Um, what would a perfect
3: night out look for you? Oh, these days, a perfect night <laughs> night that I get to what? stay at home. That's okay yeah. um, too. Uh, ho- nice home cooked meal, and yes. uh, you know maybe watch a movie and, <laughs> and then go to bed, um, because I don't get to do that very often these days. But um, favorite home cooked meal. Uh, favorite home cooked meal. I well if am I cooking it or is someone else cooking it? Oh, can you cook? Yeah, oh, come so on on So talk about I'm, it. If I'm cooking, I'll cook an, I cook a mean lasagna. I love so lasagna. I love making lasagna. That's yes. a it's a great meal to cook. But if so, so if I was cooking it, that's probably what it's going to be. If someone else is going to cook it for me, I would love a nice steak with some nice roast potatoes, uh, some roast veggies. Love good, that. Good gravy. I'll couple that with a good red with, with a, a red wine sauce. Oh, oh.
1: Love that. Look here we go.
0: Love that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
2: All right, we've got some um, political questions to ask you now, and then we're going to finish up with a, a segment called "Relatable or Rehatable. So this is the easy <laughs> stuff now, the political stuff. Um, I just wanted to know from you, Prime Minister, what's the most pressing issue you think Aotearoa is facing right now?
3: I think if you think about families and what families are dealing with on a cost on a day to day basis, it's the cost of living. So, you know. The, the the issue that I think confronts people is when they go to the supermarket and they see how much it's costing to, you know how much extra it's costing That's to fill phenomenal. up their their grocery car how much extra they're paying when they fill up the car their the electricity bills going up it's it's undoubtedly the cost of living the cost of everything has gone up so much so I think the the real answer to that is to make sure first of all that we get inflation under control so that costs don't keep going up then make sure people's incomes actually keep up with the rising cost of living. So we've actually got an environment now, finally, where we're back to the point where people's incomes are rising faster than rising costs. We have to keep it that way so that people can catch up again.
1: How do you get inflation under control, though? <laughs> oh, yeah. here we go.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what the, the challenge really is that the biggest tool that the country has is interest rates, right? So as interest rates go up, spending goes down and therefore inflation comes down. And that's why people are... You know, finding that a bit tough because if you're a mortgage holder, your interest rates have gone up. But if you're a renter, the mortgage of the people who are renting that house Mm -hmm. to you have gone up. And so your rent's probably going up. Um, And so one of the best things that we can do is get inflation back down. You know, and interest rates are one of the ways we do it. We look at making sure that we're being really careful in government spending. Because government spending, so if we did something like tax cuts, for example, um, that would put a whole lot more money into the economy. It would actually mean inflation stays higher for longer. It would mean interest rates stay higher for longer. So making sure that the decisions we take as a government aren't actually contributing to the inflationary problem. Nice.
2: Um, Mr Prime Minister, can you please explain to us what the Labour Party stands for today? Uh, But can you do it in a way that you're looking at like a whole lot of sixes and seven-year-olds sitting in the classroom. Not to, to be confused that.
0: That with they're dumb. We're just you know not as connected well, to politics.
2: Totally. As we so for us, it's really simplifying <laughs> what Labor stands for today.
3: Look, I really believe that if you go out, you get yourself a good education, you work hard, then you should be able to get ahead. So you should be able to buy your own home. You should be able to create a better life for yourself and for your family. And fundamentally, the Labor Party stands for that. So it's in the name, you know, we are the Labour Party, we're the party of workers, the party of people who are working hard and want to get ahead. We want to make sure that through hard work you can get ahead so you can get a fair share of the reward for the work that you're putting in. So I think that's what the Labour Party was founded based on and I think that's what we stand for today.
2: Nice. And finally, no matter who runs the country past the election, um, what, will you, what do you see New Zealand being able to win at globally? other than the World Cups and stuff like that. But what is something like we can be, you know, world beaters at?
3: We can be one of the cleanest, greenest, uh, most sustainable economies in the world and we can make a lot of money out of that as well. So if you think about our uh, primary produce, you know, our our sheep, our beef, our um, dairy – Countries around the world, even our, our veggies, fruit and veggies, countries around the world want to buy that stuff from us, but they want to know that we're clean, green and sustainable. Consumers want to know that. When they go to the supermarket, they want to see a clean, green, sustainable uh, label on everything. And we can be the best country in the world for that. We can be the best country in the world for renewable energy. So we have you know, electricity generation in New Zealand's Already most of our electricity comes from renewable sources like hydro, wind, solar and so on. We can get to 100% and we can be the most sustainable country in the world when it comes to electricity. So I think the overall message is in that clean green space, we should be one of the best countries in the world for that. And we can make money off it. We will be able to sell our produce internationally for higher returns. We will see more tourists wanting to come here and spend more money because of our image internationally. Awesome.
0: Hey, um, we're gonna. This is because we know we we don't have much time. These are questions that have been submitted from uh, our listeners to figure out how relatable politicians are. Okay, so it's called relatable or relatable. But Chris Hopkins, no one's going to hate you. You got you got a great vibe about you. Don't (laughs) worry about that. First question, quick fire, about ten. Do you put your bread in the fridge or the cupboard? The fridge. I'm because
3: I have to put it in the fridge because I'm never home long enough to eat it before the use by date. We understand, and so it goes all mouldy on the if I leave it on the. You're not in, in the cupboard. So no, I put it in the fridge, and then then you can keep eating it even after the use by date's gone. <laughs> I love that. You. Um, where do you buy uh, your bed linen, and what fabric are they made of? Uh, briscoes. Nice. And uh, I generally go for the cotton ones. I like the cotton ones.
0: Hey, Briscoe's always got a 70% off sale somehow. Right. So yeah. yeah, but you've got it.
3: You yeah, only ever buy when there's a sale on. Never, <laughs> never pay full price. That's true.
0: What rules do you play uh, with that's for relatable. last card? What are your last card rules you go by?
3: Oh, I don't. Uh, to be honest, I haven't played ca- a card game probably since I was at school. So uh, yeah, that's okay because uh, you're yeah, b- busy being them. ambitious, trying that's to be right. the leader of New Zealand. Love
0: yeah. that. If you take food uh, to someone's house to share, do you leave the leftovers or take them home? Always leave them.
1: There's only one right. answer you nailed it. Really
3: good. Do you do the dishes? Yes, I do. Yeah. And I have a rule too in my house. If someone else co- cooks, then I have to do the dishes. Correct. Relatable. Even as the Prime Minister? Yeah, even as the Prime Minister. Still do it. I like that. Can you drive manual? Yes, absolutely. I tell you what, I thank my parents for that. They made us learn in a manual car, even though they, by that point automatics were more popular because they wanted us to be able to drive anything. I tell you, I can not just drive a manual car, I can drive a manual truck.
0: Okay. Can you reverse That's a trailer? That's really good. That's I can really reverse good.
3: a truck and trailer, although I haven't done it for years. Oh, come on so I hope no one puts me to the test on that, but I used to be able to reverse the a truck trailer. Next time we're going to have a
0: trailer and truck and we're just going to test <laughs> like it outside. Uh, we're almost there. How much should a pie cost everyday
3: Kiwis? Oh, not too much. <laughs> Prime Minister, come on. Lock, the in price. Lock in a price. Whereabouts? Uh, a good pie should be less than five bucks. I oh, would we'll get done with it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's realistic. What mayonnaise brand do you put in
3: your trolley? Uh, generally watties,
0: <gasps> okay. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. That's General good. Watties.
3: Um, good. let's go on warriors or up the wars.
0: Up the wars, up the wars. Yeah, great. Two more questions in high school. What would your lunch typically consist of? Oh no,
3: this is going to look really <laughs> bad for
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, Mark grew up on a farm, so he said, uh, you know, steak and all of that, all the great good steak. Well. He was like, I didn't want it, I wanted,
3: uh, so. He had a privileged life, so don't worry about sounding privileged. The school the school canteen at my secondary school used to do these awesome fish finger rolls. So they were like a long roll with fish fingers and tomato sauce and mayonnaise oh. and stuff in them. So I used to love those. I used to eat them quite a lot. I've also had a real weakness for raspberry buns. But they have to <laughs> they have to have a good you've got to get the right amount of Can't cream in them. It's oh, gotta be real cream. Can't 100%. none of that mock cream. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What is minimum wage right now? Uh Good question. Uh, I don't actually know that off the top of my head, and I should. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. I didn't either. Uh, last <laughs> one. Uh, what's the most you'd pay for an avocado? Oh, mm, I don't buy a lot of avocados actually. Generally, when I do, I buy them in the little you know the packets of avocados. Um, I wouldn't pay more than a couple of dollars.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. about right. Yeah.
3: That's about right. Hey, that's, Mr. That, Prime Minister. that's all the questions. That's yeah. all they are. Thank hey, you. before we
1: know that you're um you're rushing, but on the way out, obviously it's a it's a big six or seven weeks for you. Is there anything you'd like to say just to, to let everybody know what you guys are going to be doing or what the next six or seven look, weeks looks like for you?
3: So the next six or seven weeks we're going to be more and more on the campaign trail. So next week we've got Parliament sitting and we've got two more weeks after that. So three weeks of Parliament left and then Parliament's done until after the election and then we're going to be on the campaign trail. So for me it'll be waking up somewhere different every day. I get to travel to all far-flung corners of the country. I'm really looking forward to it because being on the campaign trail you get to just interact with people on a daily basis, just people going about their everyday lives And you get to hear the stories of New Zealanders and you get to hear about their hopes and aspirations for the country. And uh, that's the bit about campaigning that I really enjoy. Awesome. Prime Minister, thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. And we hope to see you again soon. Cheers, guys. Hi, I'm Chris Hipkins. I'm the Prime Minister. I'm the leader of the New Zealand Labour Party. And uh, I think everybody should do the dishes.
0: Come on! Thank you, sir. Appreciate that.
2: This is The Shift. The Shift. gentlemen, let's go home. The morning shift.
0: I'm going to make a an offer again with you.
2: The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift.
0: Okay. I'm make some